Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, where we speak with heart-centered thought leaders on pathways to becoming sovereign and free and what sovereignty means to them. Today, we're in studio with um, a familiar guest and co-host, Sharon Crowley, although today we get to actually have the delight of interviewing Sharon on how she has explored sovereignty and her pathway to currently owning two harmonic eggs at the Ohm Center of Healing in St. Paul, Minnesota. And those are one of how many eggs, Sharon, in the world at the moment? I think at the moment there is approximately 138. And those eggs were number? My egg, my first egg was number 29. 29. Yeah. So um, you were really on the up of this whole like (laughs) emerging science and return to ancient technology of self-healing. Yeah, I think it was a rediscovery. I agree. I think I think it's always been there, always, always been there, and it's just something I hadn't completely wrapped my brain around. Yeah, and um, so bring us back a little. So Sharon, um, you. And you've shared before on the show, like you worked in corporate, Mm -hmm. you are a contractor, you've done real estate, (laughs) and you found yourself, um, like many of us in 2020, uh, exploring like sort of what's going on, um, how am I going to use this opportunity before me that as the world kind of slowed to a different pace, got curious and conscious and chose their pathways of sovereignty through Mm -hmm. that time. And how did you stumble upon harmonic eggs and what propelled you (laughs) to buy not one, but two? Most centers have one. Yeah, giant. (laughs) So yeah, let's back up a minute. The harmonic egg is um, made out of, the the ones that you have are made out of birch, right? Birch and maple. Birch and maple. And they are dodecahedron. Yeah. So a 12-sided shape. Which which equates to an egg. Which equates to an egg. Or sphere. Which, incidentally, the sound of ohm, if you're experimenting with cymatics, Mm -hmm. which is those, you know, when you put particles, like in an experiment that I saw, it was particles of sand on a speaker. And the sound of ohm makes an egg. Yeah, creates a sphere. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting what nature does. Totally. Perfect. Perfect. And there are um, explorations of ohm that you can do also sound healing through your body right, and just where it reverberates the, of exactly. A-U-M. And that's the creation, sustaining, mm-hmm. and dissolution of the universe, the micro and the macro. Yeah. Amongst many other things. And if you, listeners are really curious, there's so much um, Vedic literature on ohm through yeah. the Upanishads yeah. and through other sacred texts that you can start to dive into. So I've just given the listeners a little bit of a clue should they want to yeah. dive well, more forward. Right. And going back to um, the question as you were speaking, the question, I thought yeah. uh, it wasn't as proactive, I think, as your question led into. <laughs> <laughs> it was a receiving, it seems, like it in was. a way. So like how it did was. you discover your 2020, it's what, March, April of 2020? Uh, yeah, so we had just done the whole lockdown thing, and I was wrapping up my Ayurvedic studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up having to, like, we were doing in-person studies, but ended up having to go home. Um, and it was the first time in 30 years, maybe, that I was forced to slow down. And I had 
to stop working because there was nothing I could do about any of the things that I was doing. And like the supply chain dried up. You, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't be building. You weren't no. doing real estate. You were completing your Ayurvedic health counselor, which is um, diet and lifestyle diet support and lifestyle. for people who want to live in better harmony with their own nature and also the macrocosm of the world's harmony and balance of nature. Yeah. And Just, and I was in that portion of uh, all of seeing all of our uh, practice clients, all those folks that had signed up to help me learn. Mm-hmm. To get um, your practicum hours. Yeah. And yeah. so so as always, you know, I have all kinds of theories forming as I'm talking to people. You know, you learn from everybody you come into contact with. So I had some theories that were developing also Many of those theories I had developed through uh, my family members as we were, you know, had I went through that uh, sandwich generation where I was not only raising the children, I was also uh, helping my ailing parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way they were handling their health and their aging mm-hmm. and what they were experiencing, I always had, uh, I was always trying to figure out. You know, how do we make this better? How do we uh, help them heal? How do we aid comfort? And and one thing that I love, one definition of Ayurveda that I've heard that I um, just resonated a lot with me was it's the science of longevity, right? And not just in this lifetime, but over lifetimes. So like because the patterning repeats until we transmute it. Absolutely. And and the wisdom. And that was, I was, you know, either I was fortunate and unfortunate in that. I had already experienced um, my parents having to go through everything that they went through prior to my uh, studying the mm-hmm. Ayurveda. It wasn't until my dad had passed that I had time to actually go study. Mm-hmm. And as I was studying, you know, every every class, every moment, you think, oh, gosh, I wish I had known that. Yeah, I wish I had known that. Yeah. yeah. But, I found myself feeling similar when I was doing right. my Ayurveda health counselor. But I don't know that I would have absorbed it the same mm-hmm. way without having all of these specific examples where things didn't line up for me that I was being told or mm-hmm. that they were being told um, or trying to make sense of why does my mother react to certain things differently than my father, even though you know we're all supposed to react the same way. Mm-hmm. And so the Ayurvedic principles really help me understand that everybody is an individual and we all have our own constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, fast forwarding, everything was quiet for me and uh, quiet is not something I've ever done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the t- different times that I'd taken classes where I would meditate, um, I felt great. Meditation mm-hmm. made me feel great. I slept less. I was triggered less. Mm. I got more done. I felt fantastic. But as uh, I was going through my life of all those years of craziness, uh, it was sort of the last thing I could get done. Mm-hmm. So as I was studying all of this diet and lifestyle, you know, of course I understood that a balanced life is something that we're all looking for. Mm-hmm. But it was not something I was able to actually necessarily implement in my own life, even though I knew better. And here I was talking to people about how they should. Mm -hmm. And so... um, And I always, like, if we can just tease that out for a minute, because I used to think balance meant, like, you know, literally scales, right? Like, in a balanced scale. And and I know that that's one um, resonance for that word. But I've come to understand that, like, we're 
balancing things in different proportions at different times yeah. that makes sense. Sometimes we have to pay attention to one realm of our life with more curiosity and compassion Absolutely. while the other one is sort yeah. of on autopilot. And then we have to shift and the balance will look different. It feels more like an infinity sign to me now Absolutely. than it does like – Two scales that I'm trying to 50-50 weight. And for so long, I thought, I have to weight these two scales and like, whoa, like, and I could never achieve that. But it's more that dynamic sense of the word of balance, like a fulcrum and you're, you know. And not only that, my definition of balance for me is going to be completely different. Totally. From anybody else's balance. Because of your unique constitution and nature. And that was a sticking thing I kept having Mm -hmm. in the, in the the studies and the discussion of it, I kept trying to make everybody's balance a perfect state of being. Mm. And I kept thinking... And what if we're already perfect? Right. And and can and, recall that perfection of our exactly. constitution without and, us attached to our imbalances. And was I born balanced? Mm. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so because I wasn't even born in a state of balance necessarily, I don't know that any of us are. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through a fairly – But we have that potential to return to. We have the potential, to. absolutely. Yeah. So, so being that person that was um, in school that wanted to get the A and all of the answers mm-hmm. correct and everything I was doing – I needed to know what the benchmark was mm-hmm. <laughs> and even trying to figure out, what okay, what's a balanced benchmark mm-hmm. for myself? Mm-hmm. You know, it would just tie me up for hours and hours. And so um, I just happened to be uh, binge watching almost everything I could get my hands on as, as it related to natural healing because I was obsessed with it. And I spent a lifetime trying to figure everything out. Um, I was, I was uh, lucky enough to have a mother that, you know, encouraged – Mm-hmm. natural healing because mm-hmm. she had been through it with her rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we talked about that before, but because I had already, it had already been put in front of me. I was coming up with those theories, starting to understand that what I put into my body matters. Mm-hmm. What I do with my time matters. Well, and the ingredients of what we put into our body mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually like ingredients is consciousness. I try to explain this to my my four boys. Like, <laughs> like read the ingredients on like that candy, or read the right? ingredients right? on that piece of food, or read the ingredients that you're choosing by watching that movie. Because you have to digest it, and well, if you're not able to digest it, it will become a toxin. And exactly what you're saying. The thing that I was becoming aware of through the study is everything has a frequency and a vibration. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. Your water, your food, mm-hmm. you, the air you breathe. Mm-hmm. Everything around you has uh, the trees. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything has a frequency. Mm-hmm. And so as I started to understand that, mm-hmm. um, I just happened upon this interview with Gail Lynn, the inventor of the harmonic egg. And where did you happen upon that interview? Because not- I was on the Gaia <laughs> channel. So, the Gaia channel. Yeah, the okay. Gaia channel was my vehicle for uh, tapping into a lot of maybe off the beaten path ideas. At that time in 2020. At that time. I mean, now bet. there are a plethora of venues Absolutely. for off the beaten path. I think that's one of the gifts 2020 gave us is as the media was heavily Agreed. censored, the mainstream media yeah. that people had relied upon for so long to be like, give me a balanced yeah. Yeah. review, give me a more neutral. All of a sudden it was like people woke up that 
that mainstream media was no longer um, being a place that could be that it was being censored. And, and there's tons of evidence that lots of people have spoken to about yeah. that censorship and, and how much money went into that censorship of mainstream media at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think they were because they were locked down as well. They weren't mm-hmm. able to keep putting out as much um, additional <laughs> things to to listen to and so in the void so you're looking at gaia channel i'm looking at, at, yeah, at in at the void time. of it i'm lo- i'm looking at the gaia channel and you know i was looking at all the ayurvedic information because i was studying it you mm-hmm. know tons of yoga so many different and then the quantum you know mm-hmm. there was quantum yeah family. so yeah. many different things to explore and so you happen upon i happen upon this interview with- i'm watching gail lynn speak about the harmonic egg. And Gail Lynn's the inventor for our listeners. She's, yeah, she's from Colorado. She's an engineer who received this information. Um, well, she had been working in sound and light, yeah. so she already understood the frequency. Mm-hmm. She understood um, that everything has a vibration and a frequency. And, you know, there, the the idea of it, I mean, Tesla, Einstein, all totally. of them have been speaking about it forever, but she had just basically resurrected it um, and came up with the design and incorporated all of it into mm-hmm. the egg. Mm-hmm. Um, there's sacred geometry in it. The, mm-hmm. you know, the dodec- there's a hexagon. There's mm-hmm. so much energy, and the, the music in it is full-wavelength music, so it's not a compressed MP3 file. So you hear every And why does that matter for our listeners? For our listeners, and, and this is something I didn't really understand either, but with an MP3 file, in order to make the file size smaller, mm-hmm. it is condensed. So there are some – there's bits that are not – they're not in the music because the full wave file is enormous. And so for any of the streaming devices, it's, it's too difficult to um, manage mm-hmm. large, large files. I'm sure everybody knows that and has – encountered it themselves but the full wave music when you're in the egg allows you to vibrate to the highest levels and it works with your energy so it meets you and where our you're cells at. actually respond to it right our cells in vibrate. a different way yeah and that's part of the frequency you know even trees when they're mm-hmm. vibrating they vibrate together mm-hmm. yeah they allow each other space their leaves don't overlap they mm-hmm. allow the space they vibrate um, and so we're the same. So when you're in the egg, the vibration and the frequency is meeting your energy, mm-hmm. and it helps you elevate with it. Excellent. Because you're in. The, so it's like listening to it live. Yeah. But you're really just relaxing. So. And the the harmonic. So okay, you're watching the guy channel. You're listening to Gail Lynn, uh-huh. the inventor of the egg, and you think, you know, March, April, May of 2020. <laughs> hey. I, I'm going to buy not one egg, but What I thought was two. this is the missing piece. Mm. This is it. Like this is the piece I've been searching for. This is it. I felt like I knew her. I felt like I understood the information. And I was obsessed and uh, kind of lost my mind about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that. Um, all right. Well, we are in studio with Sharon Crawley from the Ohm Center of Healing in St. Paul, Minnesota. She is a friend of the show, a guest co-host often, and we've flipped the, flipped the microphones and we're interviewing her to find out 
how in 2020 she was inspired to buy not one harmonic egg, but two. And we're going to return on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth to find out more. Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio with the brilliant Sharon Crawley from the Ohm Center of Healing, where she hosts and loves and nurtures two harmonic eggs, which is a self-healing meditative chamber that you can sit within for a sound and light frequency and energy healing. And uh, Sharon in 2020 is you know, during that slowdown of our planet is watching the Gaia channel comes across Gail Lynn, who is an engineer and inventor of the harmonic eggs and is as you're wrapping your Ayurvedic health counselor training and you, your real estate construction work slows down because of supply chain, (laughs) you decide to invest um, in two harmonic eggs. And one of the, uh, is that I really um, resonate with you on and would love for you to speak a little bit more to the community that is here listening and and joining us and building community on their own self-healing and sovereignty pathways, is that power within people to reconnect and transform disease or unease into wellness. Yeah. Because – uh, I think you and I are very passionate about that. Yeah. And um, I just love how, like, has, you know, okay, so it's 2020. You order these two eggs. When do they arrive? When does the center start? And how has that informed this pathway of shifting, transforming yeah. people's unease path into wellness paths? That's that's big. I know. That's oh. a big question. I can break it down. <laughs> well, I get excited. I'll, I'll try. I know. I'll try to be brief. So I will say that um, I tried to put it away, thinking that doesn't make any sense to uh, buy two harmonic eggs. Well, I was only going to buy. <laughs> I was only going to buy the one. Only going to buy the one. Um, and I really thought we were going to just have that month, month and a half, and everything would return to normal. Hmm. Um, and so I wasn't thinking, oh, how am I going to do this during a you know, two and a half year hiatus from what we used to know. So I had been talking about it incessantly and everyone in my house said, stop talking about it. (laughs) And finally, uh, luckily my other Pat, he said, just call her, just call her, like, just do it. So I called Gail, spoke to her. What was that like? Fantastic. I mean, I was such a fan, you know, I felt like I was, um, Gosh, having having my time yeah. with this person that cool. you know, I just so much forever. Anyway, um, so she said, "Well, if you're if you're going to check it out, you need to be here, you know, in the next two days because I'm leaving." Because hmm. she was out going out doing training and installs, and she was very busy. And so I said, "Okay." And so, by being there, that's Colorado, and you're in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, so. which is where I grew up. And the really neat thing for me was that it was about ten minutes from. Where I grew up, I grew up in mm. uh, Golden, Colorado, and she was in Westminster, and I went to school in, in Boulder, and so 
It was like flying home. Yeah. You know, I, I flew Literally, out there. figuratively, metaphorically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it just all felt so synchronistic for me. Um, and I got in the egg and I got out of the egg and I was like, yep, sign me up. I want one. And uh, it wasn't until I flew home. And, you know, I had this amazing experience in the egg. It, it uh, I felt transformed, but I also, my logical mind couldn't explain it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so there were things that were happening inside of me. But, you know, you can write those things off as, well, I'm just super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Like, what's the difference between uh, the great unknown that's in front of me that's so exciting and what just happened to me in the egg, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I got on the plane and I, I think I left. I had to get leave early in the morning, you know, and I... It wasn't until I got off the plane here in Minneapolis and I got in my car and started driving back that I realized my vision was so sharp mm-hmm. and my hearing was so sharp. And it was this moment of thinking, oh, my God, it wasn't like this before. How long has it been? Why is everything like this? And then I started to kind of put it together like, oh, my gosh, my liver. <laughs> you know, because we, I tapped into the whole Ayurvedic part of it and thought – there was – I did a session. I know that we had talked about doing a session that had some liver support in it and there I was. You know, my frequency was higher and it was these physical things that offered the evidence for me. Mm-hmm. And explain just succinctly if possible to people who might be tuning in and wondering why does the liver connect to the eyes and the oh, ears? Yeah, well, I think that would be better if you explained oh. it. <laughs> but but knowing that um, – that if we're going to work on, gosh, I, I don't even know how to explain that succinctly. But, Why don't you go with it? Well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure that I, I like the organs inform and support the sense, the sense, yeah. the sensory. Yeah, and the different organs. instruments that were in the mm-hmm. music and the different tones and the notes that were utilized in the music ended up stimulating and raising the frequency in my liver. Thus affecting my eyes, mm-hmm. thus affecting my skin, like all, mm-hmm. all the places that the liver uh, is ruled by. Mm-hmm. And so I was experiencing those things like I had, I had learned those things. Mm-hmm. I knew those things. And there it was. I was actually experiencing it. And I had to think it through like, why? How? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, it was transformative. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I just had this gut feeling this is it mm-hmm. like this is the piece I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. It was. It felt like a calling. Mm-hmm. You know, I even felt silly thinking, "Is this my calling?" Mm-hmm. But you know, by within hours when I got home, I realized, "Oh my gosh, I just changed my life." And I don't think there was a lot of forethought about mm-hmm. it. It was <laughs> like, "Well, now I have to go find a place for the egg, and now I have to start a business with." Because you've said yes to one egg. Yeah, and I and I wanted to share it with the world. I wanted to be the one bringing it to Minnesota and telling everybody, look what I found. Mm -hmm. Look what I found. This is so exciting. You have Mm -hmm. to try it. I wanted to share it. So um, so it was, you know, fast forward November 2020 and nothing was really moving in the outside world. uh, But I had an egg coming. And so I was prepping for the arrival and doing the build out and creating the and center. And you're uniquely um, positioned with your real estate and contractor licensing yeah. and yeah, a husband was, who also yeah, we, is into that work. And We were like, lucky that like, way. I yeah, got to, you were, I got like, to create the space. It was almost space. like the universe like, teed you up Let, really well. For it did. It. it did. And I, I am so grateful. And I ended up wanting to create a space where um, 
community could be, where we could learn, where we could share, where we could grow, um, because I've really felt like that was the future, mm-hmm. was all of us sharing all these wonderful little tidbits that maybe we've been quiet about for so many years, uh, just because it wasn't necessarily mainstream. Well, also you made a really um, off-the-cuff comment that I think is worthy of highlighting is the external world had become quiet, but I think yeah. people's internal worlds were waking, very noisy. were waking up <laughs> and noisy and like, yeah. you know, people had a moment to, you know, not be so distracted by the external world. Yeah. And for and me, for me, that ignite was that internal wisdom. Yeah. And I, and I do think, you know, go, going back to the lockdown portion of it, I hadn't grieved. Hmm. For losing my family members, I lost them all pretty quickly. I had a pretty stressful before run that. Before that, yeah. yeah. And so I found that um, there was the space for me to reflect. Mm-hmm. And as I started reflecting, the grieving started. Mm-hmm. And I had, I think, I had suppressed quite a bit of it. You know, just keep going. Yeah, our culture is good about the keep on, keep on going. Yeah. And yeah. if our emotions aren't digested and released, they get oh, suppressed yeah. and unconsciously triggered, which I also think happened a lot in 2020. Of I do too. March yeah. and April, because it's like all of a sudden, all that stuff that had been suppressed and you put the collective in a state of fear can yeah. be triggered. And if we don't slow down and say, wait a minute, I'm being triggered, and these are old emotions. Well, and I and, and I will say that I felt very guilty um, about enjoying my time off because I knew that so many people were suffering. Mm. I knew people were suffering in fear. I knew um, that there were people that were sick and they were losing loved ones. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, you know, I wasn't out there talking to everybody, but saying, "I'm so grateful for this time to reflect." Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for this time to repair mm-hmm. and get back into a state of asking, you know, what's my purpose? Why mm-hmm. am I here? Mm-hmm. What do I love? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I curious about? Mm-hmm. Steal Kelly's. <laughs> Kelly and Brian. Yeah, yeah. But the, but yeah. I, it afforded me all those things and it felt like um, a gift to me. And so, but it, but it wasn't necessarily, it was something I was doing internally because mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable speaking about it externally. Mm. And I, again, so convinced that this is exactly what individuals need is to get quiet mm-hmm. and to turn, return to a state where they feel like themselves, where they can grasp their own internal voice. Mm. And that's what I find in the egg. Mm-hmm. And so when I opened, um, you know, <laughs> how do you market? Look, I have a giant wooden egg in the middle of a pandemic. Come on in, you know. So, well, and it's also, you know, for some people, the idea of getting quiet is scary, scary. And, um, they, and, and, you know, it was for me for a long time too. It's like, I've been running from that quiet for a long time. And Mm -hmm. how do I, like, what is even, what are the steps to do that? And that was one of those wonderful (laughs) things that I was able to figure out in those first few weeks is that. The egg doesn't force you to do anything. You you get what you come in for and you get as much as you can handle. And if it's too much to handle, your ego knocks you out and you're asleep. Mm-hmm. And it's the greatest nap. It's like a na- – I always say it's like a Navy SEAL power nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you wake up just like, wow, I feel great. That was wonderful. I can't explain it, but mm-hmm. I feel wonderful. And maybe 
two weeks into having my first egg, uh, you know, Pat said, I think you need another egg. And I said, I, I have to get another egg. And so it wasn't until <laughs> after I opened in the middle of December. Horton, here's a who. <laughs> yeah, in know? the middle of December in Minnesota. And the pandemic is not winding down. You know, and nobody's coming out again. Makes no sense. But I thought, no, I need two. Yeah, I need two eggs. And we because why not? Yeah, and we had built the space for it, anticipating maybe years down the road we and might bring another one in. And the space that you built is beautiful. It's in an old oh, stable um, in St. Paul. So the ceilings, horse stable, yeah. and the ceilings are huge. It's like massive, yeah. such sacred. Talk about sacred geometry. And peaceful. And peaceful in the middle of the city. Yeah. Horse people always say, oh, my gosh, I can tell there are horses here. I can feel it. Yeah. You know? and, and people that are attracted to the egg for some unknown reason find it because they're already understand the frequency and the vibration. Yeah. They may not have the words for mm-hmm. it, They may, but they were drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And all of my old ideas, because I was in corporate, I was in marketing, I was mm-hmm. in public affairs, mm-hmm. I understood advertising. Mm-hmm. And I was not drawn to do those standard things because people just kept showing up. Yeah. They were It's kind of like if you build it, they will come. Yes. It's like a field of it dream moment. It was a moment. total field of dream <laughs> moment. And thank goodness. Thank goodness for that, you know. I mean, whew, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm really happy it turned out okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was not in my ego brain, ego logical business oriented brain at any point. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a passion. And so tell us about that first moment. You finally open November with your first – December or November? November is when I got the egg and I did like a soft opening where I was working through with different people I know. So tell, like, tell us about those first few people and your first oh, few moments of that. You know, it was it was so interesting because not – I mean I was trained obviously in order to get an egg. You have to – you go through some training, lots of – Research, I also understood the Ayurvedic portion of it, which is related to it. You know, look at different imbalances that I was seeing on their intake form and try to figure out, okay, I know that this instrument and I know that this HERS level and I know, you know, this color are all going to help balance this individual with these symptoms. And so that's how I was assessing it. So it was a very... Um, I, I was trying to organize the information mm-hmm. for myself so mm-hmm. that it would be, become a... Mm-hmm. Uh, a quick, innate mm-hmm. way of assessing it. And even to this day, I still go back and forth and back and forth on all my information as I'm trying to feel my way through. You know, when I opened, I thought, well, when I know everything, mm-hmm. then I'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to keep practicing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I found out is every single person was different. Mm-hmm. Every single person experienced it mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. And so then becomes this comfort level of everybody that's come out of there has been changed somehow, even if it's subtle, mm-hmm. they've changed. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what a rewarding thing for me to open. I'm the, I'm the one that gets to see people when I open the egg door mm-hmm. and I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. I know that they're, I had had so many things in my life up until that point in the, my working world. Mm-hmm. I was in a lot of you know, customer pleasing mm-hmm. types of jobs, and to have to be able to see somebody and feel mm-hmm. their peace 
There's just nothing better. Okay, so where, as listeners want to find out more, because we're going to take a oh, pause. Okay, so my website is www.omoftheegg.com, um, and it's Ohm Center of Healing. And if you want more information about the egg, you can go to www.harmonicegg.com. And there's a book about it there, too. You can there's get. a book, too. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest um, Sharon Crowley. She's also usually a co-guest host. So we're kind of flipping the tables <laughs> today, and we're exploring sovereignty and how she came to be the owner of Two Harmonic Eggs during 2020. 2020 is always... Keep going. (laughs) This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio with Sharon Crowley, and we're having the delightful opportunity to interview her and how... 2020 might be perfect vision and she had a perfect vision to not buy only one harmonic egg but two during that time and that supports people self-healing using sound and light and sacred geometry as well as some of the Ayurvedic health principles of balancing people back to their natural constitution that puts them in a perfect state of health and fuller potential as humans. And um, Sharon, yeah, some of the things that you're hoping the community here starts to consider is some of these questions. And I'm going to kind of list them and then I want sure. – you can – Take us where you want to take us. But some of the things as we consider, you know, because on the show, Exploring Sovereignty, we're always asking, like, what's the call to action that I as a human, if I'm curious about it and this pathway of sovereignty resonates, might be something I could do next from hearing this information. And you suggest that start asking yourself what resonates. Where do you feel out of control or in what areas are you not in charge of your own destiny? Mm-hmm. And what is your purpose? And are you utilizing your voice? These are big questions. Big questions. So as a community here on Exploring Sovereignty, how would you kind of tease that out a little bit for the audience, some of these well, you know, invi- invitations to question. It's it's an interesting thing because I feel like I had the benefit of a lifetime of getting to try on a lot of different hats. You mm. know, my resume would be, in fact, it was called eclectic <laughs> because <laughs> I, I jumped around all the time and I, um, I really like to do things I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I really like to be in service. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would get really worn out mm-hmm. being in service, mm-hmm. um, and and conformity is not my strong suit. And I kept trying. I really kept trying. I kept trying through school. I kept trying through corporate. Um, and ultimately, freedom and joy was the thing that I wanted to pursue. I just mm. like being happy, and being in service made me happy. Mm. Freedom and joy. Yeah. Those are good qualities to look for. It it was always the mantra, but what what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I did, I 
usually when I was under stress, uh, I would think about all the things I didn't want. Hmm. I don't want this. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. But the question um, that, you know, sometimes Pat would pose that question to me, like, what do you want? I know what you don't want. But what- Pat's their partner, your Pat, husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's quite the sounding board. Mm-hmm. He's the one that said, yeah, getting an egg is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which he was right. But um, but when he would ask me that question, I was just silent. I didn't have an answer. Mm. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's possible. And so once I started stepping into, well, I, maybe everything is possible. You know, that is nerve-wracking yeah. for me because, you know, my place of being in balance is forward movement. It is uh, utilizing intuition and thinking and learning and uh, communication mm-hmm. and learning from others. Like That mm-hmm. is really – and forever in my jobs – you know, my corporate quote-unquote jobs, I would get – and school. I always got in trouble for talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the thing I ultimately wanted was to communicate with other people because I'm really interested. So you wanted to also undo that pattern of being in trouble for speaking and yes. using your voice yes. for freedom and joy. Yes. And, and I, to be in service of, other, of others. And I think a lot of us can – I mean – I know I've gotten in trouble for things. <laughs> That's why I love you. My voice. That's why I love you. <laughs> I try not to get in trouble for that, but sometimes yeah. it just comes out. But you like, know, even those people that don't want to speak it, they still want to be in it. They want to be in their power. Yeah. Um, and I think so much, especially with our generation, we really got comfortable with doing what you have to do. And eventually, when you don't have to do that anymore, you can enjoy your life. Hmm. And I. I really wanted to do what I wanted to do, you know, and what I wanted to do was to help people feel better. Mm. You know, that's what service is to me. If mm. if there's some kind of insight I can learn from them mm. or some kind of insight um, they can learn from me, that's what the community is about. Mm. And I felt like there's so many people out in the community with such great information mm-hmm. and we just have to tap it. Mm-hmm. So that journey for me was so mind-boggling and eye-opening. I thought I had always been free. Mm. And I thought that I was free within the constraints that were laid out in front of me. Mm. But once I didn't have to go into any specific thing during that lockdown time, I was free. I was I was free to dream. I was free to explore ideas. So that's well, and how I, think, I define it, you know? And I think even during that time of things shutting down – People had to discern and decide what resonated. Yeah. And not about, you know, I, th- I think when I reflect on that time, I think, wow, it was really, um, for me, a more conscious undoing of that. It's not about me self-sacrificing so that the community. Right. It's about me being in my fullest health. Yeah, filling your cup. My fullest you potential. Bet. Yes. Because if I am in a strong state of health and well-being and my yeah. fullest potential, yeah. that strengthens the community around me. And that was a like 180 for Wasn't me. Wasn't it? Yeah, um, for me too because I really felt like it. Because I had been conditioned into you self-sacrifice for the, the common bet. good and, and keep self-sacrificing for the common good or the common good isn't going to happen. Right. I, and I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't – I'm looking around and, and this isn't – making sense if uh, if like you know we need sunlight we need 
good breath, uh, to be healthy. Yeah. We need connection to be healthy. Community. We need good food to be healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and to be in joy and, and that is all going to build our immune system and build our resilience to handle the massive amount of restriction and stress that was placed. And that was, and opportunity and at that, the same breath. And that was one of those things that I was really starting to think about. Mm-hmm. Like you always think about those mm-hmm. things all mm-hmm. growing up, right? But here I had this daughter that I was speaking all of these things mm-hmm. to. And like the world is your oyster. You can do anything. Mm-hmm. And I and and I saw her. And then the world was saying, "Wait a minute, maybe you can't." You can't. <laughs> Not only that, but I recognized in her the same burden I felt in myself as. Well, that's just too big. If I can do anything, let's let's narrow it down so that because too doing anything was just too big for me to conquer. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent so much time outside that winter. I mean, like we would have a backyard <laughs> fire going and people ice skating, and I wore my like snow pants. Yeah, like I mean, I would spend hours outside. Right, in a way that and you had in a way I I did as a kid, but I hadn't as an adult so long, again, right? and it was freeing. Freeing. I was like in the elements. I was in my element. Feeling the elements. Yeah. When I think we are um, a reflection of the wild, a reflection of that terrain, and the more in connection we are with our natural environment, um, so much goodness happens for you know, the immune system and, and the self-healing state and the resilience. Well, and I think, you know, further to your question, um, I really became aware of what was resonating with me, mm-hmm. what felt right, mm-hmm. what I knew was my truth, even if it wasn't somebody else's. And because I wasn't out amongst other people trying to emulate mm-hmm. what they were doing, I realized I, I'm pretty good with what mm-hmm. I want. And so it, for me, it was empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when I opened the center and the people that were coming in, I, I constantly was trying to appeal to the, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. What do you resonate with? Mm-hmm. What is your goal? I mean, mm-hmm. we always go into the egg with an intention. That's something mm-hmm. that we work on every single time somebody comes in. Mm-hmm. What's your intention? Mm-hmm. And I'm not really comfortable giving somebody an intention mm-hmm. or a goal. Well, it's not your place to do not it, right? Not my place, right. no. It's, it's, they have to go within. They have to... They go within. And sometimes they look at me like, well... You should be telling me that like, you're the one that knows the egg. You're the so I spend a lot of time trying to talk to them about. But what? Oh, I just well, sorry to interject, but I think the eggs are such sentient beings uh-huh. that as you build a relationship with yourself, you're also building a relationship with the egg. And so you were about to say you spend a lot of time explaining to people that yeah. And then by the time they come back for a second one, they're already buzzing and percolating. They know the jam. They know what they want to work yeah. on. And with getting in touch with yourself and the way you feel and what you resonate with, you're able to create for you. And whether that's a healing, you know, whether it's a physical healing, absolutely, that helps. I mean, whether it's an emotional traumatic thing that you're working on, whether it's grief, Mm -hmm. whether it's anger, Mm -hmm. um, you name it. The emotional state of being, the spiritual state of being, the physical state of being, all of those things are affected by frequency. Yep. And and literally, good vibes means good vibrations. 
And, and it's a thing. It's not just a do you have a Do you have a Beach Boys long wave <laughs> format of good, good, yeah, good vibrations yeah. that you could play in the egg? Because I might want to do that next it's, time. It's just so funny. All those things that you sort of heard growing up, yeah. they're, they're true. There's a reason. So, okay. So people can. There's a few things. People mm-hmm. could go to your center if they're local. Yeah. Um, there are also centers all around the world that have harmonic yeah. eggs and they're different frequencies and vibrations of those centers and well, of those they eggs. Ta- they take yep. on the locations. Frequency. Frequency. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you also do. So another thing people might want to be and want to know about is that you also do distance sessions. So you can have yeah. a picture of the person or the pet or whatever that, you know, the house or the land yeah. And the intention, and they can pay for a session and still receive it because uh, sometimes this is hard to wrap your head around, but (laughs) we are beyond time and space beings, Uh and um, distance healing sessions do work. Um, I know I offer them. I know you can do them in the harmonic egg as well. I've had great success doing distance sessions. Yeah, and and that, you know, as you said, what was I experiencing when I opened up? Um, there were there was an opportunity to do quite a few uh, remote healings, mm-hmm. and I mean people that were in the hospital with COVID. Yeah, it 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 works. Yeah, as crazy as it is, as hard as it is, wrap your arm. But everything is energy. Everything is energy, and so and we're just a hologram. And we're it. yeah, we're just tapping into their mm-hmm. industry. So I I have done I've you know I've done sessions for people in Australia and San Diego mm-hmm. and Ireland mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, even locally here mm-hmm. when they didn't want to leave their house or they couldn't leave their house or mm-hmm. the hospital mm-hmm. for animals. Gosh, animals and children have the most amazing ability to tap into and be affected by and transformed by the energy healings. And sometimes the remote session is so powerful mm-hmm. uh, that all it takes is, you know, one or two sessions and somebody is transformed. Absolutely. So, so people can have an in-person experience. They can have a distance experience. They can start to ask themselves questions of what's actually resonating with me, what's feeding me, what's helping me stay stay out of stress and in a space of freedom and joy. Or if we're in stress, what is it that is causing the stress? Absolutely. What is the root cause? And that's the other part of the sovereignty piece that I think is so important to me is what is the root of all of it? Mm -hmm. Who are you at the root? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the root cause and mm-hmm. what's the effect? Mm-hmm. And so to to boil it down, not just accepting whatever was told to you or a label or any of those things, mm-hmm. really exploring deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't want to come into the egg, mm-hmm. y- you can vibrate in nature, mm-hmm. you know, um, like even going back as far as big bells in the past that were rung to cleanse the land mm-hmm. or – um, the big organ pipes in churches, you know, mm-hmm. th- those, they're all, it's all for a reason. Right. And so even if somebody's got a hitch about, well, this egg thing sounds kind of crazy, it's, it's ancient. It and has start been done. to pay attention to sound, to sunlight, the, to light. Yes. And to color and yes. how it helps you. Yeah, forest well, bathing. Forest know? bathing. Well, there is so much more we could unpack here. <laughs> but thank you so much, Sharon. I appreciate for, the time today. This is yeah, fun. Yeah, for coming is. in. It always is fun <laughs> to have you. But it's fun to actually let our community hear, hear more about 
what is the harmonic egg, why you were inspired, and how they can participate or explore that pathway of sovereignty that has been a pathway for you. So thank you for your gracious generosity of time. Thank you. And thanks for joining us on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. And stay tuned for more next week. Thank you.